Hello everybody, welcome to part two of the Civilian Guide to the Military. This episode we're going to cover the ward officers and commissioned officers, aka the people you actually salute. And God forbid you call any of the previous ranks sir or ma'am or you'll immediately get the old it's whatever name or rank I actually work for a living. First in the shoot are the warrant officers. In between the enlisted and officers these guys are... Um, hmm. To be completely honest, I've only dealt with like five or six warrant officers, and besides being pilots, I have no fucking clue what they do. They are a mysterious bunch of what we only assume to be better paid specialists. These guys can disappear and never be heard from until they come back from what we assume to be either hunting or fishing trips. They walk around motor pools making sure mechanics are doing what they're supposed to, and others are on flight lines knowing they're about to fly some badass pieces of equipment. From Blackhawks, Chinooks, to the mighty, terrifying, destructive Apache helicopters. The first three CW1s through CW3s have no special name amongst the enlisted. Most appear to be around the same age as your standard staff sergeant, so roughly mid-20s to 30s. Uh, other than that, we really don't know what the hell CWs do. The ones that do have names are the other two. Because they're so uncommon to normal soldiers, we need a way to identify these mythical beasts. First is the CW4, the Tower, identifiable by their rank, which is the standard silver bar with four black square blocks on top of each other. These guys range from middle age to holy hell you're still in. They definitely know whatever the fuck it is warrants do, manning who the hell knows how many soldiers. I've seen maybe two towers, and that was at Fort Campbell, so I assumed they were just some badass pilots. That leaves the CW5. The motherfucking unicorn! It's all a black bar with a standard silver bar in the back, appropriately called so because I've only seen one my entire life. And not gonna lie, I could swear that man was older than just about anyone else in the entire fucking military. I feebly said, hi chief, and then just put my head down as he locked eyes with me, smiled, and then walked on to whoever, doing whatever the hell he wanted. I've heard rumors that some of our CW5s and 4s have been flying since Nam, but I cannot verify. And honestly, I don't want to. Let those beautiful bastards continue on a piece, not giving two shits what first sergeants or even sergeant majors tell them. So that's it for the warrant officers. I know, short, sweet, simple, mysterious little bastards, all of them. And now on to the commissioned officers. Starting off, you got the 01, old second lieutenant, affectionately called by the enlisted, the Butter Bar. This is usually a guy fresh out of college and whatever branch leadership school they chose or voluntold into. They're just about every, off every other officer's bitch. The privates of the officer world, if you will. Minus, of course, green to gold, these guys have no prior military experience and sometimes it shows. These guys will be guaranteed to get picked on until they hit their next rank by their superiors and enlisted members. But remember guys, it's because we love you, sir. Now hold still while we fucking duct tape you to your cot. After finally dealing with friendly military hazing and mentoring by their superiors, they next become O2s, the first lieutenant. This is the rank every new officer wants to rush ahead to as now they get to command their own platoon of soldiers. Little do they know, they're going to be abused about as much, now doing paperwork, recommending training, and maybe getting to go home at a decent hour. No one said being big boss was fun. 
But now they get to spend time bonding with their subordinates and NCOs and can become great leaders. And then immediately be ripped away from there to go become XOs or training coordinators for their battalions or squadrons. <laughs> Sucks to suck, nerd. But don't fret too long, sir or ma'am. Because now you get the coveted two-bar rack. The motherfucking captain itself. The good old O3. After doing some platoon and headquarters time, you've been entrusted to take command of an entire troop or company. But don't think it's all sunshine and daisies. Nope. Now you get to deal with all the fun issues, like trying to run a gaggle of soldiers and officers, and all the dumb shit that they tend to do. Now you get to decide the fate of your men as you get to conduct Article 15 briefs, which will most certainly be a fun ride. Nothing like dealing with your higher-ups and dealing with Joe Schmo, who loves to do blow and hit the red light and get DUIs. Captain America, indeed. Next, my favorite rank of the officer world, the men that have almost always been the chillest guys. The 04, the Major. Yep, now you get a gold leaf on your chest and sub underneath your battalion squadron commanders as you get ready for the biggest challenges and rewards in your career. You can command, you can lead, but mostly, you never seen. That's right, in my experience, unless you're attached to the shops like the S3, you may never get to know the Majors. But the few times I've met them, they're chill dudes as by this time they're coming up on about 15 years or so and thinking about either getting that next rank or just retiring. Which brings us to the big man, the 05 Lieutenant Colonel. Now not only do you get the blames of whatever dipshits do underneath you, if it's bad enough you're going to get a call from the brigade regimental commander himself and he's going to ask you why your soldiers fucking suck. Now, if you're lucky enough to be commanding a bunch of Hellions, life should generally be hella busy, making sure your units check the boxes and are ready at a moment's notice to go deploy and engage enemies or rotate around NATO nations. You also get a private vehicle, which is usually a Vanderrider around in everywhere you go, so you know, perks. Then, you get to move on to the 06, the full bird, if you will, the Colonel. Colonel has been in for a hot minute. He's bad. He's proven. He's hardy. He's pretty damn legit, not gonna lie. Once you hit this rank, you're making much harder, much bigger decisions, and soldiers tend to just salute and get the hell out of your way. You've got enough to deal with on your plate. That's what Sergeant Major is for. But that's what happens when you're manning roughly a thousand or more soldiers and recommending battle plans to generals. And then, after that, we get to the old-ass fucking officers. Guys that said, screw it, I don't feel like retiring. The generals. To quickly get them out of the way, as a vast majority of the stories you're going to hear on this podcast isn't going to involve them, I'll give you a quick rundown. Be my little general will be a saying that you're going to remember. Brigadier general, major general, lieutenant general, and general. BML. 07 to 010. These guys are the ones commanding entire regions of the world, such as AFRICOM, UCOM, CENTCOM, and every other COM that there is. They make the big decisions, the big bucks, and will most certainly have the biggest house on post should they choose to live in it. Not to mention a nice blacked out vehicle with a starred flag. If for whatever reason as enlisted you get tasked to be on a detail working with or under a general, you better not fuck up. If you don't, You'll be rewarded very well with probably any school, training, or unit you want whenever you're done. Don't worry, Fort Daddy will make it happen. 
Thanks for taking the time to learn the ranks with the civilian guide. I hope it was oh so informative and accurate for you. But seriously, thanks for listening. I enjoy dropping some knowledge for you so you can understand the importance of ranks and where they fit into some of the stories you're going to hear. Our next video, which may or may not have my co-host, will be another civilian guide covering some of the jobs that you're going to hear throughout the show, titled simply Civilian Guide Army Jobs. That one should probably be pretty hilarious and honest. And definitely with my co-host, we will be going over common terms and sayings that you will hear as well in the Civilian Guide Terminology episode. Don't forget to check us out at The Smoke Shack Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And if you ever want to submit stories or experiences, or perhaps names of guys you've served with, whether they're with us or moved on to an eternal resting place, send us an email to the address, which is thesmokeshackpodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget the the at the beginning. Thanks for stopping by, and we will see you out at the Smoke Shack. Specialist Rogan out.